Oh, thank you, Lord God. You are incredible. You are an incredible Father, God. Thank you so much for everything you do, Lord. You have done it yet again, God. So I pray that you come into this podcast right now, um, that you use our worship, that you use our faithfulness to push your kingdom forward, to build your kingdom, Lord, that we're praying for that. What is up, guys? In Jesus' name, amen. What is up, guys? We are um, headed out of town once again. We're on the road, and now we got the video. We got the GoPro rolling. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be doing this style of content. If you haven't heard the last podcast, it was an audio exclusive, so if you're watching on the video, I would highly recommend going back to the the podcast and going and checking that out. That is with Joshua Johnson at Josh Seeks on Instagram. He does photography uh, and he shared his amazing story and, and, and unique aspects of that story of how he actually went from being an atheist to being a Christian, a born again Christian, and it transformed his life. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what I wanted to talk about in this episode while I'm headed to Marble Falls, headed there for the New Year's. Um, oh, I got to sneeze. <coughs> oh my goodness. Yes, I'm headed there for New Year's Eve, the new year, uh, to spend time with my little brother and spend time with my dad and my stepmom and, and my uh, Aunt Tracy. Um, she's not actually my aunt. But, I mean, she's, she might as well be. She is such a loving person, and I'm so happy every time I see her. And so she's one of those people that no matter what situation you're in, no matter if you're in the high or the low, she's just going to bring so much joy, so much richness to a place. And so I just want to thank her for, for being having that heart and bringing life to people on a daily basis. She truly is amazing. And so I get to go spend time with them. I'm really excited to shoot off fireworks with my little brother. He absolutely loves me to death. To give you guys a little background, I have um, I grew up with two sisters. And, and then I got my little brother. Um, and I have two other brothers as well. Um, and... He has never known not having an older brother, but I've known not having brothers at all. And then now I have a brother my same age. I have a brother older than me and I have a little brother. And it's, it's all stuff that I like my heart longed for when I was a kid um, that I never get. So, so to be more specific, my three brothers are technically stepbrothers, but I don't really consider them stepbrothers because they've been around for so long. I really do consider them real brothers to me. Um, but yeah, I'm going to spend time with them and it's going to be amazing. But Josh and I last night were talking about, or we're, we're hanging out and we're watching a Bible project video. And I came to this like realization. Um, someone just passed me. 
I came to this like realization of the, just again of what Jesus did and how he represents how we should live. And so it's like, how do we conquer our opposers, right? Like, like we, we in, in, a, in our worldview, right, we want to imagine like, okay, if someone's trying to attack me, I attack them back, fight fire with fire. But what Jesus actually did was the ultimate way to beat his oppressors was actually to let them oppress him, to actually let him let them oppress him to death and it's quite incredible when you really think about that and what jesus is trying to tell us here is that the ultimate win for us as human beings as both spiritual and physical beings which those think two things are intertwined so i don't want to like differentiate them too much but i wanted to cap uh like basically highlight that that we're both of those things on a daily basis that there's a spiritual you know battle um, amongst us there there's spiritual things around us at all times within outward and we must stay in this centered place we must be communicating with god at all times to you know fight against these things and so so when someone is opposing you Let's say someone just for some reason will not stop attacking you, like verbally or just in general, just it has a sour feeling towards you. Uh, they they just expect the worst out of you every time and, and they won't take anything less than hatred, right? And we can easily adopt that hatred. We can be like, oh, since they act this way towards me, I should retaliate like, oh, I need to teach them a lesson. And what Jesus is teaching us is that the lesson, the true lesson, how we truly teach people a lesson is playing the long game. Letting our opposers oppose us. In the sense of we aren't going to break character just because someone else is breaking character. We're not going to get angry just because someone's angry at us. And I absolutely love this because this is one way that that Jesus has been renewing my heart is he's been taking these little pieces of me and and they, we all have these little pieces of ourselves that we don't know needs to be sculpted we don't know is like a negative thing but it's actually parasite like a a parasite this this sinful nature this this it is a parasite that attaches to us And, and we need to call upon the lord on a daily basis in order to extinguish these these parasites right and what I'm talking about here is resentment of others unknowingly, justifying why you are angry at someone, justifying why, you know, you don't think someone like you don't like someone. We so often justify and Jesus is never telling us to justify. Jesus's death was not justified. 
like for them to crucify him they were wrong for doing it but it's so glorious how god shifts something negative into a positive by being obedient to the lord like jesus was so obedient obedient unto death to god that he allowed his people the jewish people all all these other types of people to kill him so that he could show the world how to love because the ultimate again we came to this conclusion last night the ultimate way to truly be victorious over your enemies is allow them to do what they want to do have you ever noticed like i saw this youtube video one time and it was he he like i think they were at a college or a high school and this guy um told this girl to come up and try to um or say bad things about him or something like that and keep trying to bully him it was like a bullying exercise and what ended up happening was she would keep trying to say mean things and then he would say oh yeah you know and he would accept them and not accept them internally but say oh man yeah like i'm i'm sorry about that like but you know like uh, thank you for for telling me and like <laughs> you know like would send these compliments back to her and eventually got to a point where she was like i cannot persecute this person anymore because i'm receiving my own conviction and one of the things Jesus was so good at was allowing people to learn on their own, right? Jesus asked a lot of questions. He, he, he would ask questions that would allow people to come to their own convictions. He wouldn't uh, condemn people, right? He, he didn't come to the world to condemn the world, but he came to save the world. And to save the world is to introduce this idea of internal life, this idea that we need God in order to access true and full joy, true and full love. Like that is a requirement. Like We weren't made to be apart from that source. And so what I love about what Jesus has been doing in my heart lately is the things that would have got under my skin before or that I would have internalized and took on and not really thought as a bad thing that I would have justified them. He has been showing me like, hey, you do not have to take on the burden of hatred for said person or said circumstance that that just because this thing happened or this person did this thing, you can actually love them regardless. And it actually sets you free. So it's not you imprison yourself when you allow hatred to attach to your heart. You imprison yourself because let's say someone th does something to you. I think, okay, this is something that happened to me recently. Just to give an example is I'm pretty sure someone took scissors to my Chacos. And if those those of you who don't know what chacos are, stop listening to this podcast right now. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. But 
Um, no, Chacos are a, a type of sandal, really nice. I, I use them everywhere for hiking. I love them. I've almost worn them to the brim of, of what, what they're made of. Um, so I'm going to send them in and, and see if they'll do a repair. And I'm pretty sure Chaco does a repair on any one of – they believe in their product so much that they do a repair. And so I have that knowledge. But I'm pretty sure someone in particular I, – I, I don't want to call them out, but they do live with me. <laughs> uh, my younger sister. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure she took a, a scissors to my Chacos. Now, at first I thought it was – a, the dog that did it but then i started to look at the the cut and it was a clean cut and i was like wait how how wait, that that's not a dog's doing that is a person's doing and so i'm like wait why would someone do something like that and so this anger was trying to encompass my heart that was trying to overcome my joy in that current moment or maybe even longer than that and what I did was recognize that. I took captive of that thought. I'm like, wow, I could do one of two things. These chacos are cut right now. The strap is broken. I can't wear them. They're ruined if Chaco doesn't fix them. And I could be angry about that. I could, I could, you know, tell a bunch of people I could do all these things and run around and get mad and, and retaliate. Maybe, you know, uh, find out who the perpetrator is and then do something bad to them so they feel bad uh the 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 problem there is that we actually take on that burden that we enslave ourselves and guys if i get a little distracted sometimes i'm driving so i'm having to multitask i'm getting way better at it but um it's still a little bit difficult at times but guys for for I, honestly i am so glad that you're watching this like this means a lot to me just that you're here and you're willing to learn from someone else like it takes a lot of humbleness to listen to someone and take in like new insight and things like that um but yeah so in that moment i decided to take that feeling or take that thought and remove it from my life that i actually like called upon the name of jesus i prayed because I want to stay continuously in prayer. And I refused to accept that as who I was in that moment. And that makes all the difference. And that's what God is actually looking for is like, hey, love your enemies. <laughs> and that creates the biggest sense of conviction for them. Because if you come at them, it's 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 the back and forth forever. You know, you, you're never going to end, but it's so against our fallen human nature to just sit back and let someone, you know, attack us. I'm a fighter. I'm an MMA mixed martial arts fighter. I love mixed martial arts. I think everybody should train because it's a great way to have self-defense. It's a great way to defend the people around you. And I think it's just a great discipline that will make you more humble and actually makes you fight less because you understand how you can hurt people and you understand how, you know, some people are very skilled at what they do and they can attack you as well. They can fight you. And so really um, mixed martial arts is this new discipline that 
allows you to walk life a bit differently. It allows you to, to, to have confidence in your walk. And so that's, some, that's a transition we can kind of talk about here. And I, I want to get back to the original topic, which was kind of like not allowing these, these kind of parasites to allow to infect our mind, infect our hearts, and, and for us to kind of defend against those. But um, the actual confidence itself isn't just a made-up thing. Like a lot of people see people, oh, that person's so confident. How do they do that? You know, it's it's because they are full of faith. That's the base word of confidence, full of faith. Full of faith in what? Well, it depends. Now, if you really want to walk life with full confidence where you're not fearful of anything, you're not fearful of a single thing, that you, that you walk through the fire in peace and, and that you are, are just filled with joy, even like why would you want to have to ride the wave of good and bad all the time, get up to this peak, feel really good and then fall down again when through the love of Jesus, through fully accepting your identity you can create this forever increasing sense of joy satisfaction and purpose in life and uh so so we put our faith in the lord to get full confidence in the fact that we're in you know the matrix like we're in the creation we are we have consciousness we exist we have things around us that are kind of scary we're, we're finite beings we will die you know um but with him we have that confidence that oh he's going to return he's going to revive us he's going to bring us into the to, to the new age to the age to come and we're going to live for eternity in fullness of joy in peace with him you know intertwined once again and and that is so good to hear and that is why what helps you develop confidence now another way to develop confidence that is the most important piece of confidence right there but because someone because why fighters specifically mixed martial art not just people that get pick fights and stuff like mixed martial artists don't just do that because they don't want to hurt people and they've trained enough to us like wow this is this has transformed who i am this is a discipline um you put your faith in your ability to defend the people around you, right? And so so my confidence in general, why I, part of me is like so adventurous, why I um, tend to, I can go out at all times of night anywhere and I have this confidence because I have this protection from the Lord, right? This overbearing protection or overarching full protection of my life from god like i know that when it's my time when he decides i will die i know that but until he wills for me to leave this earth or, or leave this present age it it will will not happen so i know if god is telling me he has purposes for me to fulfill in my life, for to bring people to him, to bring people to love, to bring people to life. If I know that, then I'm confident I'll be okay through the fire, through any situation. I'm confident in that because I've put my faith in him and 
I am secure. Then the second layer is, which is the less important layer, but still a great thing to do to be able to create confidence in the people around you is being trained to defend the people around you, being trained to punch, kick, elbow, knee, like, and, you know, it might sound a little like barbaric, but it's really not. We're created to be warriors. We're created to defend the people around us. We live in on the earth. We just now decided, like, as humans, we decide, oh, we're going to put ourselves in little boxes called houses, and then we're going to drive in little boxes called cars to another little box in a that we call work and then we're going to hop back in our car box to go back to our house box and nothing outside is going to affect us we're completely outside of nature all this stuff man oh man we try to isolate ourselves from creation itself and it's like no this we are amongst people that aren't like for us all the time so my GoPro overheated and now we're here. We've got a little bit of battery left. So this rest of the episode won't be too long, but I'm, I want to bring us back to where we started, which is defending against the parasites we call greed. Uh, we call resentment. And how do we identify those? How do we defend against those? And it, it, it's, it starts by, by understanding that to lose is to gain that to give someone the appearance of victory over you if they're persecuting you is actually gain for your heart, for your eternal life, for everything that matters. Because when we come down to it, there is nothing else that matters except for our relationship with the Lord. For there's nothing else that matters because you know, this is but a blip of what is to come. Like Paul says, I count everything as loss before the Lord. Any gain I have is loss compared to what I am about to receive. That death is to gain. And it's wild to think about. And, and Jesus, to save the world, he actually let the world kill him. Like the, everybody thought this Messiah this God that was going to return to save everybody was going to come and wreck shop, that he was going to just defeat all the enemies, everybody that was persecuting the Jews. He was just going to, he was going to come in like a gangster and, and come and wreck shop. But no, he understands his ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. We cannot compare to the Lord God Almighty the Lord God that made everything, the one that we're going to look in the face, and he just might say, well done, good and faithful servant. Like, oh, I want more of that. I want him to say, well done. You took this little sliver of a life and that you dedicated it to something that will last for an eternity. And um, so, yeah, just, guys, it, when it really comes, like if someone is persecuting you, you can win by losing. And I think we'll get into this in more podcast episodes. We don't have too, too much longer. Um, but if any of these negative thoughts confront you, send it up to the Lord. Send it up to him 
and take captive of it before it infects because sin breeds sin. So does righteousness. Righteousness breeds righteousness. If you pursue the Holy Spirit, he's going to continue and continue to grow you until the Lord comes again. And it's so cool to think about that. Like there's nothing else that is more worth it to live for. There's nothing else that is more worth it to live for. And I wish we had more time on this podcast. I really do. And maybe I'll continue on the audio if the if the video um, ends. So if you want to hear more, uh, go ahead and switch over to the audio on, on the podcast app or Spotify, wherever you get uh, podcasts. Um, and we can continue this conversation. Uh, but... Overall, thank you guys for coming on this journey. And what I really want this podcast to be is a joint um, effort between all of us to really be curious about God's creation, why we're here, what we're doing, like, and, and just dissect each piece of that and really have that curiosity that a kid has once again. Uh, it's so incredible how kids can teach us so, so much. Um, and if you, if you want to learn more about that, go uh, listen to the podcast episode or watch the podcast episode with our, our children's pastor, Garrett Cole. That was a great episode. Um, but overall, love you guys. If you have any questions, hit me up on the social medias, created.curious, wherever you can find it. If you want to email me, you're old school like that, email podcast at tamu.edu. And I'll get back to you. I would love to pray for you guys. And so that's what I'm going to do at the end of this episode. Just give you guys a little prayer. I hope this helped you. I hope I didn't confuse you anymore. Uh, um, It's a a lot to cover. And so I think we'll be covering this a lot. I'm still discovering this for myself. So I am no uh, expert on the scriptures. I am no expert on God yet. but, But I am in the midst of that. And so I want to capture what it's like to grow with the Holy Spirit, how it can transform our hearts even more and really just grow with you guys and be curious. I, I don't know if you have any suggestions on topics. I would love to hear them. Um, I'm going to be exploring all over. I just love everything God has gifted us with, has blessed us with. And I, I want to fully um, embrace and fully live my life. You know, I want to live my life in accordance to the call in which I've been called. I want to live live my life in a manner worthy of the gift that he has given us. He's given us life, and I don't want to waste uh, a single bit of it. There, There is a recommendation on podcast. Uh, it's, it's by John Piper. It's one of his sermons from 2004, I believe. And I think it's called Don't Waste Your Life. And I would highly recommend go and listen to that. It really helped me, uh, you know, take captive of every moment like we you have to be diligent and and understand that we have a finite amount of time we we have a lot of things that we can do but there's only certain things we can dedicate our lives to and focus on and so i think it's of the utmost importance to explore with god and really discover what that is like what are you called to and you know how can I best use my time so I don't waste this beautiful gift, which is called life. And so thank you guys again for watching and listening. Um, I will see you guys in the next one.